If I went to Lilith's Fair, instead of wearing a fanny pack, I'd just wear a strap-on all day. That way, if some smart Alec Dyke said something like, Hey, look, she's wearing her strap-on, and started laughing, and then everybody else started laughing, I could say, That's right, it's a strap-on, the strap-on dildo of justice. Then everyone would get real quiet and ashamed because they had made fun of the strap-on dildo of justice, and I could probably hit them all up for a free lap dance. Welcome to The Planet, the podcast for L Word fans. I'm Elka. And I'm Casey. Today we'll be discussing episode 12 of The L Word, season 3 finale, Left Hand of the Goddess. Is it really over? Well, I'm sad that season 3 is over, but also in a way I'm glad that season 3 is over. Why are you glad? Um, I have to say that even though season 3 was still good and it had some really great moments... Miette agrees with me. Overall, it was not my favorite season. And I'm hoping season four can be a little bit more playful and sexy and fun. I don't want to cry that many more times watching the L word. So here's the season four. That was my cheers on your Pepsi can. Episode 12 opens with, uh, we don't have a chart connection per se on this one, but we do have Lara showing up to Alice's hallway for a booty call. For a scratching call. Laura uses Alice as a scratching post. Apparently they're not two teddy bears having sex, they're two kittens having sex. <laughs> Equal amount of cuteness, but this kitten has claws. Alice is still self-medicating. We're treated to some more of the wonderful music that we have come to expect from the L word. Sample lyric, she swung her ample ass from left to right. Party on, Dana. Well, I would bet my yearly earnings that Betty's still going to be on season four. I will not take that bet, because I believe you are correct. Boo-hoo. You know that, like, during the season premiere of season four, they're going to open it up with that same lame opening, (laughs) and all across America. All across the world. All across the world, lesbians are going to just be like, oh, no, not again. (laughs) Well, did you hear the easy girl interview on the official showtime podcast hell no i'm not listening to that shite (laughs) well she said um that that song had been voted by tv guide the most hated television theme song and this is how clueless she is she said that they hate it because they use the f word (laughs) um no it's not because you use naughty language it's because the song fucking reeks when do they use the f word Oh, Fighting, I remember. Fucking, 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 fucking. Yeah. Loving, shitting. Um, that's not why. <laughs> yeah. It's your fucking voice and the instruments. And how at the end, everybody mentally inserts cha cha cha. What? I thought I was the only one who did that, but we got an email from somebody who was like, Don't you at the end of that song sometimes mentally insert cha 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 because it sounds like it belongs there? All right. I, I know thought it did. was just me. I usually mute it. I have so many things I want to say about season four, but we're going to save that for a different podcast. So let's return to episode 12. Shane has an appointment to finally meet Papa McCutcheon. And she invites him to her wedding. What were your impressions of Gabriel McCutcheon? First? When they met at the cafe? Yes, when they first met. I was surprised they didn't use a better looking actor for Shane's father. And it was a little bit overdone how they did the whole similarity thing. They were very similar in many ways. But, I mean, I thought it was okay. I kind of, 
when they were at the cafe or the diner or whatever, I did have a feeling that he had something up his sleeve. So Gabriel McCutcheon basically, he doesn't have the greatest job. He's a truck driver. He's maybe, I guess, unconventionally handsome in a rugged, manly sort of way. He's not good looking, but he's kind of magnetic, I guess. But he has a history of being irresponsible and he used to be a drug addict and he gets the ladies. And now he's settled down and starting family. So his life at this point seems very parallel to Shane's. What did the lady, his wife's hair look like? Because supposedly that's how they hooked up. She was getting her hair cut? No, she saw a picture of Shane in a magazine at a different place where she was getting her hair cut. Yeah, you could tell she didn't have her hair cut by Shane. (laughs) Because she (laughs) still had hair. She had mom hair. Yeah, she didn't have a faux hawk or anything. Then we go to the rest of the friends. No, first they go to Bet and Joyce eating. They show oh, that woman oh, okay. eating again. I know. Why is Joyce always eating? And she bites her fork. That's so nasty. That's one of um, Elka's pet peeves. Yeah, but you know what? I like that actress. She She's was in right. 40-Year-Old Virgin, and she was cool in that movie, too. Oh, that's right. She worked at like the fake Circuit City. She's the one that wanted to sleep with the Virgin, right? Yeah. So I think she'll probably be in season four since the custody. Well, she'll probably be bailing Bet out of jail, but more later on that. You go to the friends together and Helena is on her cell phone. You have to listen, but Helena says something like, I don't want Carmen to know. I don't want her to be let down. Oh, yeah. So there's an interesting little cookie. I thought she said that when they were doing the bridesmaid or the wedding dress. Yeah, I think she was talking on her cell phone while everyone was helping Carmen find her wedding dress. You know what's weird about that that just occurred to me? Carmen would obviously have her own circle of friends, her own bridesmaids and stuff. Why does she adopt Shane's friends? I mean, I know they're cool, but Carmen's a DJ. You know she has a million Plus she has a huge family. Yeah, but anyway... What did you think of the dress she picked out? I didn't even notice it. I watched it like two or three times and the dress did not make an impression. So I guess that's bad. No, that's good. If you kind of don't notice it and you notice the pretty bride instead, that's usually a good thing. It was rather traditional. Carmen says, am I really trying to marry the most unobtainable person on the face of the planet? Uh, trying. (laughs) Well, the worst part about that was we got to see Carmen in her wedding dress and whatever. And we never got to see Shane in whatever she was going to wear. Yeah, you're right. I was really curious because they're like, you know, Shane, it's going to be something unconventional or whatever. So I was wondering what she was going to wear, but we never got to see. It may be in the deleted scene. I'm not sure. Maybe that's why she didn't show up. She didn't have anything to wear. (laughs) Yeah. So while Carmen is trying on dresses, all the friends are kind of sitting around gossiping. And they start talking about that childhood wedding dream. Jenny talks about... The outfit that she got married in. Vintage Jenny. And someone says something about Tina, like, Oh, Tina, come back to us. <laughs> and then Bet goes, under her breath, you almost don't hear it, Bet goes, fuck that, they can have her. <laughs> I agree. Shane goes to dinner with Gabriel and his wife and meets her half-brother, Shay. And they seem to have a very nice middle-class life there. The wife seems nice and seems very cozy. And at that time, Shane then invites them to her wedding. They kind of invite themselves, and she agrees to it. And you do get to see kind of that, that Shane is pretty good with kids. She hits it off with Shay pretty easily. 
Shay and Shane. Oh, so when Bet is eating lunch with uh, Joyce, Kit comes over. She's like, I got to talk to you. I got to interrupt. Sorry. Takes Bet to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you interrupt your sister when she's having a lunch with her lawyer. That was funny. That's what she gets for eating at the planet. And why did she interrupt? Kit shows Bet the result of her pregnancy test, and Bet's all like, no, you're in menopause. And then she's got a whole pile of them there. It's pretty genuine reaction. Kit must have had 10 or 11 pregnancy tests on the counter. <laughs> Which, of course, the first thing I say is, how'd she have that much pee? Oh, and then Jenny and Max were at that dinner party with Max's new co-workers. Yeah, and Jenny just basically looks down at everyone there. For good reason, I think. I've been in that situation where you're in a room with these rich women and their stupid husbands with jobs and they're all, all the women are brainless and treated as such. You mean you were there with your transgendered lover? <laughs> um, and now. Jenny spells out fuck in her little baby <laughs> potatoes. Jenny is true to herself. She's a freak in all situations. I wonder if we're supposed to assume this has affected Max's job somehow. I don't think so. They're just going to think he's dating a freako. I think they'll assume she's good in bed, and that's why he's with her, which probably isn't too far from the truth. One of the wives starts babbling about, oh, I get so spaced out at these dinner parties. I just start thinking about my pedicure or my <laughs> charity auction. And then Jenny is like, yeah, I was thinking about how when I was 12, I used to <laughs> masturbate 20 no. times a day. She said she was thinking about a story that she's writing. And then everybody's like, oh, a story? Tell us about your nice story, young lady. And then she's like, talks about masturbation, and, and Max looks kind of pissed off. And then she's like, so yeah, crunch, crunch, looking around. Hmm. She's so bored and disgusted with the heterosexuals. She has some issues. Yeah, Jenny really. And you know who has issues like that? People who aren't really gay. No, because I have issues like that. Because you're straight, Elka. I don't feel straight. <laughs> I've never felt straight. No, but like, you know who are the biggest man-haters? Are straight women. Well, yeah. Lesbians aren't man-haters because we don't care. <laughs> we'll be oh, friends so you with a guy. We don't have to put up with the bullshit. So you think Jenny is straight now? I don't know. I mean, she has a lot of issues with heteros that if she were really gay, she wouldn't care. Like what? Okay, imagine Bet at that dinner party. She would just condescend to them and look down on them and have a little inner laugh. Well, Bet can do that. That's her personality. Well, Jenny, I think, still identifies with them, and that's why she is oh, trying see. to shock them. I mean, if you didn't care, you wouldn't feel the need to be so shocking. You'd be like, whatever. They're boring losers, and I don't, I'm not a part of it, so I don't care. Then we finally go to Canada. Is that your Canada page? Oh, I forgot to add <laughs> Mrs. McCutcheon. When Shane says she's marrying a girl, she's like, oh, I looked at your picture and I said, I bet she's gay. How do these people, how do they get through their lives and get to that age without having any fucking common sense? I don't know. And by these people, I mean. You mean what? Straight people that say dumb shit like that. Have you encountered many times when straight people say dumb shit about gay people? Yes. Yeah. It's like weekly. Yeah. It's like you're talking to someone and then they'll be like, I saw fried green tomatoes last night. That was a really good out of nowhere. <laughs> and then they look at you like they're waiting, like, uh, yeah, a good movie. 
<laughs> what? Just because it's gay doesn't mean... I don't know. I guess this happens to everyone. Well, it was a better reaction than a lot of people get when they tell their parents they're gay, so... They go to Whistler, Canada so that they can get married since it's legal there. Every time I complain about that I want to get married and I can't, people are like, oh, just go to Hawaii. Yeah. You can't fucking get married in Hawaii. <laughs> Some All people right? think you can get married in California. I can't get married in California. I can't get married in Hawaii. Vermont and Massachusetts are too fucking cold. I can't get married, people. You can't get married in Vermont now. I thought you used to. I thought it was just Massachusetts. Well, whatever. Even if you can get married in Vermont or Massachusetts, once you leave the state, it doesn't count. So, yeah, you people that say, oh, it's not that bad. You could just go to Hawaii. No, you can't. Quit saying that shit to me because it pisses me off how ignorant you are. What if you had to go not to Vermont you, our to get listeners, Because our listeners are smart, savvy, well-read people. They know this. But those other people out there are a bunch of dumbasses. Well, even if they go to Canada to get married, they're still not married here. So what's the fucking point? Are they going to become Canadians now? No, it's just for, you know, the dress, the ceremony, the cake. You can have that here. Well, I don't know then. They just did it so they could show them off in some winter clothes again and have an icy wedding. Sounds good to me. That's so funny. You totally predicted that, Casey. What? The whole, like, they're going to go on a ski trip and... No, no, no. That was our listener from Scotland. Mm. She's the one that wrote in and mentioned that. People have been giving me credit for having a good prediction, but... It was our girl in Scotland that said it, not me. So as soon as they get out of the limo, they go into the hotel, and Carmen's family's there all dressed like the Canadian ski team. <laughs> and you know that they are wearing those clothes because they don't own winter clothes. They live in L.A. And they're poor. Poor or not. I know plenty of people that don't own a winter coat. Who? People that live here. Name one person who doesn't own a winter coat. I don't know, people. No, they own winter coats. Don't exaggerate. I'm not exaggerating. It's true. You said you know plenty of people who don't own a winter coat. You don't know anyone. Ben I'm sure know. he does. He's All right, black let's and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes shit up. Can Bobby. you imagine him wearing <laughs> Bobby Joe? Um, he works at the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Helena invited Carmen's family to Whistler, brought them all there, paid their way, and they've had a complete turnaround over the past six or seven weeks, and now they're all for the marriage. Miraculously. Maybe Helena paid them to be for it, too. <laughs> she paid for their counseling. Helena pretty much paid for everything for this whole trip. Which is ridiculous. Why the fuck would she do that? Max is like, why would you buy my tits then? Oh, wait. No. no, he wasn't. Not buying. He wants bigger boots. <laughs> He's trying to sell them. <laughs> I'm not using them. Do you want these? <laughs> so, yeah, the whole time they're kind of flaunting the whole Helena's paying for everything and she's going over the top with it this time. Mm -hmm. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Casey. Just calm down. Quit I just fidgeting. drank a bunch of coffee and we're about to go to the just gym and I have a lot of energy. <laughs> grabbing everything on the table. Just put your ha hands on your thighs. Okay. And be like, hum. Okay. Hum. Why did I have to hum? <laughs> just to get your mind off of it. All right. Thanks, Selka, for helping me calm down. <laughs> Max is skiing, and Jenny doesn't feel like skiing. She's sitting around, and she strikes up a conversation with a French writer with weird teeth. Weird teeth? Yeah, she has weird, big, square teeth. I thought they were hot. 
She was sexy. That girl was sexy. Because she's French. Everyone knows you like the French girl, Zelka. <laughs> she was sexy. Well, I liked her teeth. Okay, then. Yeah, she's like, I don't like skiing either. Too much equipment. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention for a second. And then I turned back to the TV and I hear Jenny saying, it's just a pain in the ass for all the equipment. And I really thought she was talking about having sex with Max. She said, I don't enjoy sports with more than one piece of equipment. That's what the French girl said. Oh. And then she said, except for sex, maybe. And then Jenny says, sex isn't a leisure activity. <laughs> well, what is it then? Well, yeah, seriously, what is it if it's not a leisure? It's this is probably why everything's so serious and bitchy on the L word. It is a leisure activity, Exactly. People. It's what? a hobby, a leisure activity. <laughs> I mean, you can decide to only do this leisure activity with one person, but, I mean, the whole point of it is it's not like we're going to be making babies. <laughs> the whole point of it is fun. The next scene is her chomping on her nipples. <laughs> she pours champagne on them. Lick it up like a cat. Yes, this is what Jenny tells the French girl as she's pouring champagne onto her nipples. <laughs> so I guess it is a leisure activity after all. Kit's at the cocktail table. She's shoving food into her mouth. <laughs> and Mangus comes up and he's like, slow down, lady, or something. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah, she just turns to him. <laughs> Wait, back up a second. Okay, no, go ahead. No, what? <laughs> Pause. No. <laughs> what? Kid is at the cocktail table. They show the table of food. There's a plate of sushi roll, like white sushi roll. And then there's a plate of something else, maybe cracker with some several toppings on it. It's like dark brown with green and red on top. Mm -hmm. And she picks up the brown food. And they show her hand coming up to her mouth. And then the next scene is of her face. And they show her putting food in her mouth. And it's a sushi roll. <laughs> you could even see which one she took. Because, like, they're a little <laughs> oh. bit different. So, bad editing. Continuity. <laughs> I'm sure if that's the worst continuity error you can find, that's not such a big deal. No, but it was pretty noticeable. Because, like, she picks up something brown and then puts a big white thing in her mouth. It's not like on Lost where Jack's tattoo switches arms every once in a while. Nuh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> what if when Dana was alive, they switched which boob it was? Oh, <laughs> too far. <laughs> Whatever. And then Kit, she's like got her mouth full. She's like, I'm pregnant. And then she just looks <laughs> up at him with these sad eyes. She, no, she's just like, so there. Yeah. It's like she's sick of holding it all in to herself. You know she had been thinking about, okay, how am I going to tell him? How will I put this? I'm I don't wait think for the so. right moment. I think and that's the And then she the just, like, bursts out with it. No. No. <laughs> well, then why didn't she tell him before they got to Whistler? She just didn't. Okay, she had to make sure, and then she had to take it all in. But the whole thing of her just blurting it out is that's how comfortable she feels with him. Like, she just blurted it out. Like, take it or leave it. But, like, she knew he was going to react well. And he did. He pretty much had, like, the exact reaction well, that you want. Well, first of all, he starts laughing. <laughs> like, oh, you're so silly. And then he's, like, gets the look on his face, like, oh, shit. Well, what did you think of Angus's reaction? I think it was a perfect reaction. Yeah, I swear they should take this clip and show it in sex ed. This is how you do it. This is the reaction that is ideal. 
Well, this was his genuine reaction. For most guys, that isn't their genuine reaction. So I think the right reaction is the genuine one. But yeah, this is the one you want as a woman. Don't fake it, though. If you're some guy that just knocks some chick up, don't be like, I'm going to be there for you and then take off. Gee. <laughs> and don't be like, if it's your decision. And then when you go to have an abortion, he's like, no, it's God's will. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just watched all that right. movie Saved, so I'm all thinking about God's will. Oh, God. That's a really good movie. It is. If you haven't seen it. I, what's the guy that was in Home Alone? What's Macaulay Culkin. I love that kid. He grew up to be so cool. <laughs> You're weird, Casey. I would totally hang out with Macaulay Culkin. Well, yeah, he's a total party animal. He seems like, I don't know, he just seems cool. I like him. Did you see Party Monster? Of course. I, you know I love Seth Green. That was a good one, too. The, oh, well, Jenny was in that movie. Mia Kirshner. What? Mia oh, Kirshner played the right. club owner's wife. That's weird. She was cool, too. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Maybe we should do a movie review podcast over in between seasons. We'll see. All right. So then Bet and Tina and the baby take a horse ride, and they kind of rekindle their love for one another, and they touch no. nipples. Oh. Oh. <laughs> No, but they kind of make up and quit being so bitter for a minute. Yeah, it's nice. They never, the rest of the episode, they don't really revisit Kit and Mangus discussing the pregnancy. So we're kind of left hanging as to what's going to happen. But I am convinced that she's not going to have an abortion. It just doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. The least she could do is have the kid and give it to Bet because Bet's going to not be Mama B for much longer. Bet's not going to be a free citizen much longer. What do you think's going to happen? Well, last time Bet was in prison, she found some play, so maybe it won't be that bad for her. I'm sure they have this highly intelligent, sophisticated woman kidnapping her. It's ridiculous. But, okay, here's the thing. Bet is a control freak, and this situation with Angelica, she has no control over, and she does the one thing that will let her regain some sort of sense of control. Okay. Which is to take the kid and go but, to Mexico. Um, this is, would not happen. First of all, how's she going to get across the Canadian border? Drive? It's Canada to America. <laughs> what do you mean? You think they're going to have a border patrol? Is that your real child? <laughs> no, I don't know. But some people told me that it's harder to cross the border than it used to be. Yeah, last like time we went. you need an ID now. No, my friend said you need a passport now. Just to go to Canada. That's like having a passport to go to Arizona. If she had one to get into Canada, then she's got one to get out. It's not like they're going to make her take a blood test for the kid in the back. She's just going to she's just going to shove the kid in the trunk for a few minutes. (laughs) How do you know she's going south? I don't know that. (laughs) Maybe she's going to Alaska. Because that's where I'd go if I kidnapped a baby. What the fuck? I was kidding when I said she's going to take the kid in Mexico. (laughs) Oh. How long have we been saying this? (laughs) I swear to God, we did not read any spoilers. We were just fucking around. Then at Shane's bachelor party, they're kind of uh, roasting her a little bit. And Jenny and Alice are doing a toast. And Jenny thanks Shane for cutting off all her hair. And I think that this is the writers tipping their hat to us viewers who have mentioned this many times on the internet. (laughs) They're like, your hair really grew back fast, didn't it, Jenny? I think it's an inside joke amongst the actresses also. And then Jenny says something about that Shane recognizes that people's rough edges are beautiful, which is good for Jenny because she doesn't have any edges that are not rough. 
And then this horrible band shows up. Wait, you skipped the part where Shane says something nice about Bet and Tina, and you see that Shane is still Yoda deep down inside, and Carmen hasn't completely destroyed her. You mean she's a giant cheese ball? <laughs> oh, so no, cheesy. She has her... Yeah, but you know, Shane, she used to be the Yoda of the group. I guess. We'll see. Look at what happened, though. Bet kidnaps the baby and runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess Shane isn't Yoda. You didn't like the band? No, not really. The goddess she? I'm sure a lot of people did like them. But I thought I thought they were cute. I liked it a lot. Anything but Betty. I mean, come on. Maybe the goddess she can do the intro for season four. We'll see. At least they won't have the F word anymore. They'll just replace it with the P word. And then they show Bet and Tina going to bed together. You keep skipping over okay, parts. Well, when the goddess she are rapping uh, Pussy 101... And Peggy Peabody is totally getting down <laughs> to the song. Then we see Bet and Tina in the hall saying goodnight to each other. And the invisible baby that's not really there in the stroller. <laughs> 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 and so Bet has a change of heart because Tina says something that seems genuine to me. Yeah. And I think it probably was. But she's just getting over... This whole fragile thing with Bet and yeah. the control thing. And so as soon as she finds out that Bet was intending on do that, she flips, which yeah. I think I would probably do the same thing. So the previews and the shows leading up to this have set Tina up to be the bad guy. And then in this one, you see that really Bet is the one who's out of control. Tina in the hallway tells Bet, we're a family. Yeah. And, she, and Henry is trying to talk Tina out of letting Bet adopt Angelica. Mm -hmm. And Tina is like, no, that's this is the right thing to do. Bet is her parent. Right. And Henry, when they're having that discussion, Henry says something like, well, what if we decide to get married and I want to adopt? Then I won't be able to adopt. Well, hello, that's what would happen if Bet happened to be a man. Uh-huh. He couldn't adopt. It's the same thing, you fucker. Yeah. Hate that loser. Alice goes to Laura's hotel room, which, by the way, Laura's in room 815. <laughs> Nuh-uh. No. <laughs> Alice has talk. really pretty hair in this episode, by the way. Laura does. Yeah, Alice has taken her clothes off before she even gets to the hotel room. She takes her shoes she off. Is. I know. <laughs> and then she op Laura opens the door, and she's all like, we need to talk. And Alice is like, uh-uh. See you later. Okay, poor Lara. Why does everyone treat Lara like she's their emotional tampon? Who? Dana was crappy to Lara, and now when? Alice is oh, taking you mean before Dana's she died? place now that Dana's dead, treating Lara like crap. She just wants some tang. <laughs> well, Lara is so cute. She's so nice. Why has everyone got a stomp on her? Don't be ridiculous. It's not fair. Okay. <laughs> Do you notice how, what's her name? Lauren Lee Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that in a lot of the shots, she's kind of off to the background? She's just like in the crowd, in the background, and then somebody will say something that people react to. And like most of the girls have this certain reaction. And then she always has this <laughs> weird contorted look on her face. No, I didn't notice this. Oh my God. Throughout this whole show, I noticed that. A lot of the time she looks like <laughs> she's about to just start cracking up. She makes That's a face weird. like right before you start laughing. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I'm going to have to look for that. I have a feeling that she, a lot of the time, she's not sure if she's on camera or not. But I'm. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure they cut her out of a lot of the scenes. Just like, you know, they square in on mm -hmm. the shot or whatever. 
So, so uh, Alice walks away. She's yeah. just like, I don't want to talk. What did you think of Lara's expression as she walked away? Because later we don't really find out what's up either. So we have to take what it we was have. Impenetrable. I couldn't. I can't tell what Lara's thinking. There's <laughs> another another one where they left us hanging. Gabe and Mrs. McCutcheon encounter Shane making out with Carmen in the hallway, and Gabe takes Shane down to the bar for some drinks. And uh, Gabe and Shane have the exact same walk. They're like mirror images of each other. It's funny. I bet they had to practice that forever. I'm sure they did. They totally overdid the whole similarity thing, but... I don't think so. (laughs) It's a little bit ridiculous. I don't know. Is that how you are with your parents? No, nothing like my parents. Yes, you are. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really nothing like mine. No, you really... Well, you're kind of like your dad, because your dad, when he was younger, was pretty good looking. Ew, I think there's a booger on this chair. (laughs) What? There's something sticky on this chair. Fuck is it? It's probably glue from when you recovered them. I didn't use any glue. Oh, it's nothing. It's just stain. God, I'm sure you thought it was a booger. <laughs> Felt like I'm you like interrupt the podcast because you think there's a booger. Hey, I don't want to sit on a boogery chair. <laughs> You're so OCD. <laughs> anyway, what the hell were we talking about? Um, we were about to go to the zip lines. <clears throat> the what? The zip lines. What's a zip line? When when Alice met Marilyn. You know the thing where you hold on to oh, the handles. Oh, zip cord. And, is okay. that what it is? <laughs> yes. Like, what the fuck is a zip line? I thought it was a zip cord. I was just testing you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever done that? (laughs) No, but I I want to. It looks so fun. I did that before. Not like that, though. It was a really slight incline, and it was into water. So you know you weren't going very fast. You just kind of cruised down, and then you got to jump into the water. That sounds fun. It was fun. I was scared to death to do that. I can't imagine going down a snow hill. It looked like so much fun. I think Leisha Haley really did it. And I think that scream was her real scream. I agree. Because <laughs> if I were the actress, I'd be like, get that stunt double out of here. I want to do this. It I know. looks fun. Yeah, and she seems like a fun person. Did she seem like a fun person to you? Yeah. Was she any fun when you were grabbing her tits? <laughs> the only thing of Leisha Haley's that I've ever grabbed were her jumper cables. <laughs> And I'm not trying to make some sort of perverse pun. <laughs> I really did borrow her jumper cables once. <laughs> Back in the days when she probably had jumper cables. Instead of like being chauffeured around yeah. in a white limo. <laughs> eating yo play out of a crystal goblet. I think the next scene was uh, a crystal goblet. Like a fancy feast meal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said she's like a kitten. <laughs> you did? with Lauren Lee Smith. Oh. They're like a couple of horny kittens. <laughs> what do you th- Ew, that's gross. No, they're not. <laughs> horny cats are fucking no, gross. No, kittens. They're like, <laughs> Not cats. Like, like cats Hello aren't Kitty, horny. Like kittens. Cats aren't horny. I mean, kittens. They're just well, neither like- are teddy bears. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say they look like horny teddy bears. You said they look like horny kittens. Well, I said because of the scratching, they're more like kittens than teddy bears. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's grossing me out. I already don't like the cats. So Marilyn, we kind of wrap up the whole chart because Marilyn was 
in the first from episode one. The chart is never going to be wrapped by, up. <laughs> no, but it came full circle. I mean, okay, because the first episode one, Marilyn was at the women's group being seduced by Terry. Oh shit! I forgot about that. Hello. <laughs> Wait. So That's Teddy Marilyn. was her. Oh Terry. shit! I didn't even get that till right now. <laughs> you Who's Teddy? Her husband? Terry. Oh, it was the girl at the consciousness oh, raising group that right. seduced her oh. at the kitchen sink? God, I totally forgot. But she said she didn't have sex with her. No, they just made out. She touched her thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you touch it, that's sex. Now she okay. probably got her pregnant. Oh, I just ow. That was my belly button. <laughs> Garrett, now I'm pregnant with your child. <laughs> yes. Casey's. I don't want to have your child. Wheaton Terrier. <laughs> oh, fuck. I have to take 10 pregnancy tests now. <laughs> you better drink a tall glass of water. <laughs> what? The That's fuck? a lot of pee. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was like one of those myths of how to not get pregnant through the belly button. <laughs> By a girl. And her finger. You fingered me. You fingered my belly button now. Great. What am I going to tell my girlfriend? <laughs> I'm going to be like, um, Casey fingered my <laughs> belly button. <laughs> I'm going to get hit. Well, you know what? Maybe now is, <clears throat> is the best time for this. There's something I need to tell you. Okay. <laughs> You're pregnant. No, this is serious. What is it, Casey? Elka, we've known each other for a long time. Are you going to cry? You don't just, cry. <laughs> we've been friends for so long, and I just, you know, we have a lot of fun when we're together. Not belly button fun. Well, maybe we should try belly button fun and see what that would be like. Are you joking? No, I really, I have these feelings. You know, for we're you, recording. I don't care if the world knows. <laughs> The world isn't listening. I have these feelings, and I've had them for a really long time. What and I just think that we should explore. Oh, I get it. Trying to have a deeper relationship. This is my April Fools. <laughs> it's April Fools. <laughs> you stole that from me, you piatch. <laughs> it's April Fools. Well, let's just kiss and see if we have chemistry. Um, no, I can't have just one lips. kiss. Come on. No, I have chapped lips. Come God, on, kiss get me. away. Me. You beat me up. <laughs> now I'm gonna kiss you. <laughs> kiss your dog. Don't hold back. It's meant to be. <laughs> no, you smell like bananas. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a close one. <laughs> How can you reject me? I'm the great converter. <laughs> oh my God, I don't want any of that. <laughs> What? Okay, we gotta take a break. I gotta change my panties. <laughs> Someday you'll I had realize. to throw my panties in the woods. <laughs> you'll come around. Again and again and again. I have a song. I can't I fight this day. feeling anymore. <laughs> I forgot what I started fighting for. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought you got a decaf. <laughs> you are high. Look at your eyes. You have crazy eyes. 
Is well, this I just tried to seduce my best friend and she rejected me. Well, I feel like Alice now. It wasn't hard. Okay. <laughs> Mine was. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bet gets a phone call on the ski lift. <laughs> This, I think, may have been my favorites. I had two favorite things in the show. One was the obvious, the French girl, fucking hot. And then the other one was Ben on the ski lift yelling, Fuck! <laughs> shit, shit, shit. I loved that. Because, I mean, there's nowhere to go or, or and there's nothing yeah. to do. You just got to sit there while the thing goes, like so slow. <laughs> And her so then, calls and uh, Bet <coughs> finds out that Tina got the facts about her trying to get sole custody. Yeah, <laughs> and then Bet, when she hangs up the phone, she screams "fuck." Mm-mm. And first, she says, "What's the quickest thing down? The, what's the quickest way down oh. this mountain?" Helena answers the question like it's a real question, like <laughs> the Black Diamond Hill, of course, or the Double Black Diamond. Can you ski moguls? <laughs> And Bet's like, no, I can't fucking scheme moguls. Fuck. (laughs) Okay, A, that was just hilarious. And B, you know that Jennifer Beals can scheme moguls. (laughs) I know. (laughs) She's a total athlete. And so then at the end of the scene, Bet like screams at the top of her lungs, fuck. (laughs) And the camera shot like zooms out as if the force of her scream (laughs) blew the camera away. It was great. And Helena is just sitting there like, oh my God, she's going to jump off the ski lift. (laughs) Obviously, when Tina gets this fax that Bet is trying to take her child from her, after Tina's like, we're a family, blah, 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 we need to raise her together. Then she finds out that Bet's trying to steal her baby, justifiably, loses her shit. Well, yeah, she goes back to the hotel room and the baby's gone. Well, no, that's at the end, but at the oh, wedding. Oh, yeah. And they're waiting for the wedding to start. Bet comes in. She's like, I'm sorry, you weren't supposed to get that fax. It was a mistake. And Tina's basically like, fuck you, hooker. Yeah, you're and Henry's to take like, my baby. you're not going to have a leg to stand on. And Bet's like, oh, do you speak for her now? <laughs> no, she addresses Tina. She doesn't even address Oh, him. yeah. She's like, I don't have enough respect for you to even look at you when I talk about you. No, but she's like, oh, does he speak for you now? So Tina reacts just how completely you would expect her to. Completely normal. Course. And then Tina's like, I've changed my mind. I'm not letting you adopt my child. And Bet loses her shit. And Bet just says, don't do this. I'm warning you. And then she pulls out her lightsaber. And they have an <laughs> epic battle. She cuts both their heads off. And Max's tits while she's at it. <laughs> Jesus. Too bad she didn't cut off that mustache. Max, I noticed, like, cleaned up a little bit for the wedding. Angus, you're at a fucking wedding. <laughs> shave your fucking face. That's his look. He likes Don Johnson. Manny did not shave for the wedding, and I was so disappointed in him. Actually, you're right. I hadn't considered that. Well, he has that sloppy Joe look going on. Well, you know, you can be sloppy Joe the other 364. If you're going to a wedding, yeah. fucking manage the facial hair, dude. Anyone who's invited to Casey and Elka's wedding to have well-managed <laughs> facial hair. Um, anybody who's invited, you let us know, because we didn't know two other people existed who with those names. What the you fuck? can try to deny it's it. It's not Valentine's Day. I know that you love me. Eh, barely as a friend. Oh. <laughs> but we have really different hair. We'd look good together. You mean like mine fits to my head and yours tries to get away from your head? <laughs> <laughs> your hair is afraid of your head. It's like, get me out of here! <laughs> 
she loves me. Okay. So then we see Gabriel in the floozy. Oh, that's right. Wait, is that before the wedding? Yeah, but who cares? Oh, yeah, before the wedding, Shane runs into Gabriel and uh, Polly or Peggy or some hooker. Panty waist. Some hooker? Patty. She's not a hooker. You think she's a hooker? Not in the literal sense. In the biblical sense? In the pejorative (laughs) sense. Because Gabriel asked Helena for $10,000 and she gave it to him. And so that was apparently enough for him to leave his wife and child and destroy any relationship he had. Any hopes of having with Shane. You can't even buy a car with $10,000. What a lame-o. And so he tells Helena he needs $10,000 to buy Shane a wedding present. Here's your wedding present, Shane. I'm going to ruin your wedding. But thank God somebody did because that wedding was a mistake. Well, yeah. Bet was surprised they even got as far as they did. And when, when Shane left... Bet was surprised. She was surprised that Shane was actually going to go through with it at Why all. Why do you say this? At the beginning, she said, I can't believe she's gone this far. Huh. I swear to God, half the people in the audience at the wedding were like, well, yeah, what'd you expect <laughs> when Shane doesn't show up? Yeah, because when Alice tells Carmen, she doesn't look all that... I mean, she's saddened, obviously, but she doesn't look all that surprised. No, I don't think anyone was... She probably had a speech prepared. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> I bet you're right. The A speech and the B speech <laughs> for contingencies. And she has the C speech. Oh, by the way, Marilyn is the one who is uh, officiating the wedding. That's how she fits in. Okay, so Gabriel hooks up with this blonde ski bunny in the bar. Shane sees him leaving with her, and she's like, what's going on here? And he's like, this is who I am. I'm not proud of it. That's just who I am, and I know this is who you are, too. No, he said, I know you understand. Something to that effect. Which I guess we're supposed to believe that that is what leads Shane to ditch her wedding. There were some deleted scenes that made a little bit more sense out of this whole thing. I didn't see him. What happened? Because you know how Shane, as the show aired, after that scene in the bar, we don't see Shane anymore. Mm-hmm. One of the deleted scenes was of Shane accompanying Gabriel's wife to the bus station and showing her off, and they have a little talk there. Oh, what happened? I don't remember it word for word or at all, but basically his wife was like, I'm surprised it lasted this long. I'm surprised he went this long this time. And she's like, I'm not taking him back this time. Like it happens. Oh. Has happened more than once or whatever. Just like you, Elka. You're such a vixen. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Is that all that happened at the wedding? Oh, no. Peggy. It turns out that Peggy Peabody has a connection with Marilyn, the wedding officiator. Well, yeah. We kind of find that out when Marilyn is talking to Alice on the zip cord. Yeah, it's foreshadowed, but it's not confirmed until the wedding. Turns out that Peggy Peabody had a torrid affair with Marilyn in 1974. Which, you know what? How many times are they going to reuse this, oh, my mom had a gay affair thing? They did it with Mrs. Fairbanks, and now they're doing it with Helena. You know, that's kind of common. (laughs) I don't think it's very common for most Dykes mothers to have had a gay affair. And I think that's... Well, yeah, but that doesn't... No. (laughs) No. I think that my mom would have been gay if she were born at a different time. Just because your mom hates men doesn't mean that she likes women. (laughs) You know, I feel that this is a plot twist that you only get to use once. Either Mrs. Fairbanks or Mrs. Peabody. I think it's kind of tired that they used it twice. Well, how many of these girls are there? Eight, nine. So they have eight or nine mothers. 
and supposedly about one to two out of ten are gay. So, but that includes men. I don't know. I just I don't think they should be recycling plot lines this early in the series. But whatever. It was still cute. I had a thought when Shane leaves Carmen at the altar. My first thought was, well, now there's room for Jenny and Shane now that Shane's not hooked up anymore. Hmm. And Jenny isn't either, probably. And Jenny is certainly not one to judge Shane for her behavior since. Anything Shane can do, Jenny's done something worse. That's interesting. I wonder. Season four, yo. (laughs) You're a nerd, Casey. I've been practicing. Your yo's or being a nerd? (laughs) Both. Okay. My slanging. Health got to get paid, son. So then Alice and Laura are sitting outside on the bench with their string. Playing Cat's (laughs) Cradle. Alice has been playing Cat's Cradle throughout the whole show. Well, since the wedding dress scene, which is probably where she got the string. So they're talking and they have a little tiny conversation and they look like teddy bears. And then- Or kittens. And then- No, teddy bears. And then Laura's like, Alice, I need to tell you something. Dun, dun, dun. And then- They're interrupted. By fucking Tina and her nasty boy. And we never find out, of course, what's going to happen. So what are the cliffhangers- Let's just go through them right now. The Let's go through every person. Where the fuck is Shane? <laughs> yeah, where is Shane? What's going to happen with uh, Kidnapper Bet? Jenny, we know she's probably not going to be dating Max for more. I'm sure they'll have broken up by next season. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll be friends. The main things that are going on are Bet stole the baby. <laughs> Kit is pregnant. We don't know whether yeah. she wants to keep it. And we don't know what's going to happen with the kittens in love. Teddy bears. We don't know what's going to happen with the teddy bears in love. Is that it? Those are the main ones. No. Helena. Or yeah, Helena Peabody. At the very end of the episode, (laughs) Peggy's like, Helena, you are cut off. No more loot for you. So Holland Taylor, (laughs) what do you think of this actress? I love her. Well, I love her character. I think probably anyone could play it. Okay. So on TV Guide's little review critique of this show of the season finale of the l word all they say is that it was it was pretty good show but the scenes with holland taylor were exceptional and that her they totally they kind of defined her character and said how great she is and they kissed her ass in tv guide and then (laughs) the season finale of Two and a half men. I guess she plays one of their mothers. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same character. A rich mother who gives money to her kid from time to time. They said like the exact same thing about that show. <laughs> They're like, this show was, you know, it was pretty good. But Holland Taylor's character really did it. And I was like, what the hell does she own TV guy? <laughs> Interesting. The L word, two and a half men. <laughs> I could probably make some sort of Max joke, but I'm not going to even go there. Oh. That's gross. That's about it. They go to, after the wedding, Jenny and Max and the French writer with the teeth go to a straight club. And Jenny's like, I just want to get drunk and dance. Yeah. And Max is all like, oh, well, uh, um, you'll you'll make them (laughs) uncomfortable. Uh, You shouldn't dance, you guys, because. That was horrible. I've heard. (laughs) You're the worst. Okay, here's what Max said. What did you think, Elka? Let me show you how it's done, Casey. No, but so they're in this club and Jenny says, I just want to get drunk and fuck you. No. <laughs> she says, I just want to get drunk and dance. That's what she dance. said to me, but I don't think she said that. <laughs> and she, and uh, Max goes, you guys, this is a straight club. I don't think you should. You might make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that was better. <laughs> 
You guys. <laughs> Fucking hate that lizard And Jenny voice. is finally like, you know what, Max? You're not one of them. You never will be. They're never going to accept you. Yeah, she's like, well, that's their problem if they're uncomfortable, yeah. which is, I wish exactly. I had the balls to be like that all the time. Sometimes we're like that. Most of the time. Yeah, but sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I don't feel up to it. I haven't had my vitamins that day. <laughs> well, what Jenny tells Max is, you're always going to be one of the others. You're like us. The others. <laughs> oh, no. We've been waiting for a crossover. <laughs> if Max Jen- is an other. <laughs> if Max and Jenny were on the Lost Island, Max would be an other. Yeah, because he's so desperate to be accepted that he would join anyone. <laughs> no, he'd be um, Ana Lucia. Like, everybody kind of hates him. Because he killed someone. (laughs) (laughs) He killed Moira. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's what I had to say about that. You know, Jenny has a point, Max. You're always going to be a freak like us. But on the other hand, he's not like them. He's not a lesbian. The lesbians don't accept him. But he's not a straight guy. Exactly. So, I mean, she's being a little bit oversimplified oversimplistic she's trying to put him down no she's oversimplify you don't try and be one of them because we're better this way being yourself is better than trying to fit in when you really can't don't or won't i don't think so i think she's trying to insult him and it works because then he looks all paranoid i mean if one of my dyke friends decided to transition i'd be like sweet let me see your cock but not if it was your girlfriend I wouldn't care. Elka, You'd do if the you same. decided to transition, I would still be in love with you. <laughs> April Fools! Quit okay. saying that. I'm serious. I love you. You can't uh, you can't just throw that word around. Okay. You c- what? Love. I love you. <laughs> I'm like April? Let's what be together. Word? <laughs> <laughs> Quit it. You're throwing me off track. I was talking about something. No, I can't remember. It would be better for Lewis if he had two parents who were married. I'll let you think about it. Go on. We'll find out next season <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> Will Casey and Elka form an alliance, better known as Kelka? Speaking of the Kelkian, I wanted to say happy birthday, El Presidente. What are you, Quentin Tarantino now? I'm not going to sing, but I wanted to tell Marissa happy birthday. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to say to Jacqueline Quinn, the person who emailed us and said not to use her name, Jacqueline Quinn. <laughs> We know where you are, Jacqueline Quinn, and we're going to find you, and we're going to answer your question in person, Jacqueline Quinn of Little Rock, Arkansas. Phone number. No. <laughs> she didn't give us her phone number. By the but way, her email address is JackieQuinn at AOL.com. And by the way, I'm going to quote Tegan and Sarah here, Jacqueline. Jacqueline is such a lesbian. <laughs> what? Remember Tegan and Sarah? Oh, okay. So Jacqueline, we've just outed you. So, ha, ha, that's the way we are. That's how we roll. Jacqueline <laughs> said that the, um, her parents are listed in the phone book. Are. So, yeah, her parents are listed in the yellow pages. So, the yellow Quinn. Little Rock, Arkansas. Jacqueline Quinn. And she's named after her father, so it's probably Jay or Jack. Mm-hmm. Or possibly John. Sometimes people go by Jack if their name is John. So, uh, go through the phone book, <laughs> look up Quinn in Little Rock, Arkansas, and go ahead and call and let her parents know. <laughs> She's that peeing her pants right now and that packing she her thinks bags. she may be gay and she needs advice. You're so gay, Jacqueline. Gay, gay, gay. <laughs> she was afraid to come out, so we thought we would just help her, help yeah. her along a little bit. <laughs> You're out now, bitch. <laughs> Wait, did you make that up? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, you made the whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Won't be the first lawsuit we face this year. We got a cease and desist order from Betty. <laughs> we, yeah, they're trying to get us for slander charges. Whatever. But you know what? In order for something to be slander, you have to be able to prove that it's not true. And everything <laughs> we've said about Betty sucking is the God's honest truth. And I yeah. will stand behind it in the court of law. So, Betty, we will continue to say, Betty sucks. So, fuck off. Yeah, fuck you. Quit sending, quit having your lawyer send us those letters, you pussies. Yeah. Bitches. If you have something to say to us, you know where we live. We're in Albuquerque. Just look around <laughs> until you see a dyke. It's probably one of us. I will take you down, octopus head. <laughs> look around till you see a dyke. It's probably us. That's not true. The other day we went to our favorite eating establishment. <laughs> we go there all the fucking time. And we're there and all of a sudden, and like usually you're in line for a few minutes and you chit chat and, you know, do some people watching. So we're chit chatting and then all of a sudden neither one of us says anything for like five minutes. And I realized that it's because we're completely surrounded by lesbians I know, everywhere. Like, where did they come from? <laughs> it's like it was some sort of. I don't what know. proverbial hole did they crawl out of? <laughs> and they weren't all together. It was like groups of two to four lesbians all over the fucking place. And we were just like, what's going on? So I don't think that statement you made is correct, Casey. That just look around and find a lesbian. And it's, first of all, we don't look like... Well, I kind of look like a lesbian. You don't. Do you think you look gay? Like if you're walking down the street? Well, I kind of have right now the same haircut that Dylan had. But I don't look like Dylan. But yeah. I have that haircut right now. I know that you probably look gay with your girlfriend because she's a big old dyke. That's not true. <laughs> but Just because she knows how to fix things does not make her a dyke. Okay, but she's... Anyway, I'm over her. I want you. <laughs> okay, so she's more gay looking than you. Well, what I'm saying I is disagree. you two together look, look like a gay. couple. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm saying alone, if you're walking down the street, do you think people can tell that you're gay? Like, Do people at work know okay. before you tell them? I don't know, because I pretty much announce it when you come into the room. Yeah. I'm gay! <laughs> Hello! I'm gay! And I work here now! <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I start working somewhere. I put a picture of Lou, a no. picture of my niece, <laughs> you and a picture of me with my girlfriend on the desk. <laughs> you walk into the room that you work at and your first day, and you're like, Okay, everyone, listen up. <laughs> everyone who's gay is standing in this doorway. All right, thanks. <laughs> well, I knows. get freaked out when people don't know. I'm like, what are you talking You didn't know I was gay? What are you, blind, deaf, and what? Well, here's what I'm going to say. When? I think that I don't look obviously gay, and that's why more girls don't hit on me. Because <laughs> they just don't know. You wish that was the reason. Or they may be just intimidated your by Bugs my good bunny looks. teeth. I have normal teeth. Quit spreading rumors about me. He said that in a weird Ohio accent. Okay. Quit spreading rumors. <laughs> now, what do you mean girls don't hit on you? That's not true. I saw a girl hit on you uh, two days ago at the bar. Nuh-uh. Well, kind of. Who? I'm not going to say. I only had eyes for that Hawaiian girl. But her name sounds like pizza. <laughs> She was not flirting with me, you retard. No, I don't think she was. 
<laughs> if you had been there alone, probably you would have gotten some. From the Hawaiian girl. She had chubby toes, and I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> what the fuck? What do you do, Cora? Can you please remove your socks? Well, no, it's New Mexico. Nobody wears shoes. That's true. I guess. You like chubby toes. I do. I don't, I'm not like a weird foot <laughs> fetishist. I don't like touch the toes or lick them or anything but i just think chubby toes are cute that was what initially attracted you to the girl yes <laughs> really yes she had fat toes Alrighty then but she was cute and she knew how to work it <laughs> as you straighten your post-it you say this <laughs> she knew how to work it you know what i mean <laughs> We gotta finish this and get out of the house. We are finished. The show's over. No, we didn't even. What? Baby's gone. We know that. Okay. (laughs) Okay, wait. Laura has cute hair at the end. Uh, Um, And the beginning and the middle. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Peggy runs off with Marilyn after telling Helena she's cut off financially. So we can pretty much assume that Helena will be working at the planet in season four. She's Uh, lucky. You're right. I get. Oh, and then they show the whole entire chart for this season. But they just flash it. They show the entire chart for this season, but they don't show the entire chart, period. No, they just show the chart for this season. Yeah. Which it really does look like some sort of funky constellation. I freeze-framed it on the TiVo. Some of the names weren't legend, like you couldn't see them, but after I examined it on the television screen, I still didn't put together that whole Marilyn connection until you just said it. I guess that's it. And then during the credits, they're playing a song, which I don't think was a Betty song. Okay, your pre-planned jokes never work. Fucking retarded. I know. She knew how to work it. Okay, I didn't pre-plan that. That was a <laughs> stupid thing to that say. That's just your nerdiness. I'm a huge nerd. Okay, all all I have left to add about the finale of season 12 was that in the credits at the end, they played this song, which was not Betty, I don't think, because it was kind of a good song. No, it wasn't Betty. Well, and I one of the so. lines was, I want to shampoo you. Is it like a love song to her dog? I want to shampoo Lou. I want to shampoo you. Is that really a line? Yes, because you had the subtitles turned on. I want to shampoo you. We had the subtitles turned on from the Frenchie scene. Because I was like, did she just say lick me like a cat? <laughs> and I was like, no. Like, nah. <laughs> so I had to show it. <laughs> they say a lot of things like in the background that you can't really hear yeah and that's something that i like about the show what that you can't hear what they're saying no that there's always a lot going on you've got to pay attention to catch some of these things yeah i'm sure there are things that we completely missed and we'll never know like the sushi go back and look at the sushi oh they were eating oysters too that's so dikey yeah anyway okay that's it for episode 12 bye and season three it's in the can it's done we're done bye (laughs) well we are done with this show but we still have the chart which we're going to be working on very soon and um, is that another april fool's joke no (laughs) no we need to get that fucker up the people who submitted comics are like those assholes i know (laughs) it's seriously a month late just like kit oh kid one (laughs) your jokes are getting better elka we actually do have some really great stuff planned for the intermission though what intermission? Between seasons. Because we're going to keep podcasting. We are? <laughs> Would you keep up, please? I think we're one every 10 days to one every two weeks. Something like that. So the next podcast will be the chart. 
Yeah, uh, we have tons of feedback for the chart, so we're going to do multiple charts, but just keep it coming. I think that the next chart we do, we will absolutely include the comic contest in that one. You know, uh, include your thoughts about season three as a whole, episode 12. Right. That sort of thing. We're not going to talk about season four yet. We're going to talk about season four right in the future. But just send us whatever comments you have now. I'll sort them out. How about the poll this week? Since next chart is going to be kind of the season wrap-up chart, give us your highs and lows of season three. We'll talk about that on the next chart. Also, which character turned around this year for you? Oh, Some people hated Jenny at the end of last season. They really like her now. Or Tina or whoever. Yeah. Which character do you think not changed the most on the show, but which character do you have a completely different opinion of now? Yeah. In your little heart of hearts. So those are the three questions that we want answered. Your least favorite part of the season, your best part, and the character that your opinion changed the most of. And of course, why. Yeah. But if you have other things to add, just send them in because we'll, we sort things into different piles for different charts. Just to keep our listeners engaged with the Planet Podcast, even though the season has ended, stay tuned for a future chart. And I will only tell you the name of the chart, Confessions. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. Yeah, it really is. So stay tuned for the chart. It'll be up very shortly. Or we may be just April fooling you again. <laughs> We're not telling. If you would like to contact the planet, you can reach us at theplanetcast at gmail.com. Or you can call us and leave your message or your songs. 505-244-0531. Or you can visit our blog and get in on the commenting at theplanetcast.blogspot.com. Are you going to do your adios to me, guys, thing? No. Why? Because you hate it. Adios, amigas. Okay, so that was a wee bit embarrassing, but still kind of fun. Um, you guys are fantastic. Oh, so thanks for your podcasts. And um, yeah, LA from Scotland.